It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening. I'm Simon Marcel. The accent French, straight from Paris. If it's the first time you're joining the show, bienvenue. We're going to talk love and relationships, but I want to share a little story. I had dinner earlier with a young friend of mine, Samuel, and he was asking me how long, when you start to date somebody, the infatuation phase lasts. Right? You know, like. What, you know, he's 21, and he was wondering, because you get so excited at that age, especially, and he was thinking, how do you know it's love and, and, and infatuation and the chemistry? When does it wear off? And I told him, 18 months. That's the average amount of time the infatuation phase lasts. After that, it's not about lust. It's all about love or not. So keep that in mind. If you have any questions like Sam about your relationship, call me, 855-905-8255. You know what I need on a night like tonight, and maybe you do too, is to hear a love story, something wonderful that happened to you. So if you have one, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Denise. Bonjour, Simon. So I, I wanted to tell you about how um, my boyfriend Jason proposed to me. Um, have you heard of the show Friends? Of course. Yes. Okay, so that's I'm a little obsessed with that show. I watch it all the time. I love it. And... Um, I, it had been a dream of mine to go to the Warner Brothers studio and see where they filmed the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a trip we did last summer. And I didn't, I just thought it was a fun trip for us. Um, and they have a area where they actually have the set of the cafe in the show set up, you mm-hmm. know, that iconic couch. So we got to sit on it and I was just really excited. I was so distracted and, um, Every show name is starts with the one where, and then it'll say something that happened in the show, but that's the name of each of the episodes. So as we're sitting on this couch, my boyfriend hands me a, a little piece of paper, and it says, the one where Jason proposes to Denise. And I, uh-huh. I, I look back up from the paper, and he's down on one knee with the ring uh-huh. out. There's a photographer there, and it just was so amazing and so surprising. And just so, like, perfect for me. And, yeah. That's, that's I love story. that. Listen, uh, congratulations. I just want to know, I mean, I, I was not, you know, I was listening and how he set it up. And then when that happened, he gets on one knee. How do you feel? I just, I was shocked. I didn't, I didn't believe it. I was so happy. And it just, it's so exciting. Like, he just knows me so well. It couldn't have gone, like, he couldn't have picked a better way to do it. I listen, there is a lesson in that wonderful story of yours, and congratulations to both, is that how well he knows you and how well he wanted to make it perfect for you. And that is a sign of true love when you pay so much attention to your partner that you know exactly what's going to make them super happy. <laughs> I agree. So, it was wonderful. Mission accomplished. Congratulations, Denise, and, and to you and him and many great years of happiness. Thank you so much, Simon. Now, i got to answer that Facebook message because somebody at home just found something from their partner they did not expect to find, and they don't know what to do, so I am going to help them next. If you have a question for me, but either it's the wrong time to call or you're just maybe too shy, just send me a Facebook message at Rendezvous Radio with your question, and I'll answer. Jill, what is going on with Austin and his girlfriend? Austin says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Austin. 
My girlfriend and I have been together for almost two years. I just recently found a keepsake box in her closet of all of her things from her ex, and I want her to throw it all away, but I don't want to seem controlling. What should I do? What would you do if you just found a keepsake box in the closet of your girlfriend with things from her ex? Should you throw it all out or not? I'll answer that next. Say you've been living with your partner for two years and then you open her closet and what do you find? A keepsake box with things from her ex. What should you do with that? Throw it all away or not touch it? Austin, you have no right to touch it. Basically, it's her things, her property, and touching it and throwing it away would be like stealing or destroying somebody else's property. It's illegal, it's immoral, and yes, you have the right to ask questions. No, you don't have the right to touch somebody else's stuff and throw them away. That is the rule, at least in my book. So if you want my advice, don't touch it. And even should you talk about it, I would say no. I don't think it's a problem. But if you want to, you can. Just don't touch it, no matter what happens. That is my advice to you, Austin. Thanks for the Facebook message. You calls are next on The Rendezvous. Stay with me. A question, a doubt about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Aubrey. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Aubrey. How can I help you tonight? So, a couple of days ago, I was on the iPad and going through pictures And I found a picture of um, my boyfriend, his ex-girlfriend. And it's mostly his iPad, but we kind of, he knows that I use it. But I'm wondering if I should say anything about this. Or do you think it would cause unnecessary problems? So, that's a good question. Let's reverse it. Um, Let's say on this iPad there was pictures of you ex-boyfriend. Do you think he should delete them? Do you think you would like he should ask you questions about it? Or do you think it's nobody's business because it's in the past and those pictures are hurting no one? Um, I probably would either delete them or if it was like something special or memory, it's something I already would have talked about with him. Like I just okay. have this because of the moment. But I just randomly found these and we haven't talked about it. It's not anything And it's not like them together, it's just a picture of her, which is a little weirder, I think, too, actually. And and it's it's just her, but I mean, like, normally dressed, nothing, you know, uh, suggestive or or, uh, stuff like that, right? Um, She's, like, on the beach. Okay, so in bedding suits, I see. Now, tell me the truth, would you like him to delete all of it? I would, or I want to know why he kept it, or if it was an accident or if I should even bring it up at all. Well, I think it's okay. I mean, you have the password. This is not snooping, right? Did you snoop or you actually you had the password for this iPad? I have the password. All right. Well, then, yes, because you have the uh, legal access, I would say, because you have the password, then I think you're entitled to ask the question uh, why still have them. And then I wouldn't tell them what to do. Uh, I would just wait for him to say, does it bother you? And I would be honest. Yeah, it kind of bothers me, you know, those pictures of her on the beach. So, uh, you know, you can do what you want with it, but I'd rather you delete them or maybe, you know, just keep it somewhere else. I just don't want on a mutual iPad to see pictures of your ex-girlfriend. Right. Just be honest, okay? Okay, yeah, I think that's great advice. All right then. So do that and I wish you a good night. Good night. Thank you. You're welcome. Bonsoir. Follow-up question, is it ever okay 
to keep things from our exes when we move in together. Let's talk about that next. Do you think it's okay when you move in with a new partner to bring stuff from your past relationship pictures with your ex, love letters, other things, or not? I think it's better not, actually. I think that we should, you know, maybe keep it on the phone. That's okay, a few things. We want to keep memories. But I don't think if we move in together, the house should be invaded with things that don't belong to both of us in terms of pictures, love letters. I mean, I think it's okay to keep it in a bank safe, to be honest, or at the post office, because some letters are so, so beautiful, maybe should not be destroyed. That's for you to decide. But the, the home should be a sacred place where we don't bring stuff from the past. We start fresh and we don't reminisce the past. That's just me. Now, I have a personal history about this matter, and I'm going to tell you what happened to me about this, so I have this opinion nowadays. So, years ago, uh, back in Paris, it's like a long time ago, uh, a girlfriend moved in into my little condo, and she brought some stuff from her past boyfriend, including pictures, love letters, and left it, you know, in this uh, closet. And um, I, I must be honest, I snooped, shame on me. And then I saw them together, not, you know, like it was a kissy picture or something like that. And it freaked me out. And I was so upset at her, and I realized two things then. You can't bring the past into the present to the future when it comes to exes. It toxic our mind, our visuals. It makes us mad. It's hard to forget. Actually, you never forget it. And, and why do this? But I didn't realize, and that's my fault and my bad, that we should have discussed that before. We always have to discuss the rules that we're going to respect together before we move in, before we do anything. Otherwise, we don't know the rules and things like this happen. So shame on me. Don't do like me. Don't snoop, but also don't bring your past relationships or reminiscence into your new relationship. And you know what's next on The Rendezvous? You calls with your questions. So stay with me. Any questions about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Penelope. Hello. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. How can I help you tonight? Um, yeah, I, I just don't really know how to talk to my boyfriend about his cooking. He knows that I really like cooking, um, and I like it when, like, my man can cook for me. Um, mm -hmm. and he, he cooks for me, and he, he's tried a couple dishes, and, uh, he, he cooks, he likes things sweet, so he cooks with candy, actually. Like, he'll, like, put, like, a bunch of sugar in it, or he'll put, like, he'll make me, um, a casserole, but then he'll put like little like dewdrops on it or whatever, like those little like gummy candies on top, mm -hmm. and I just and then even with soup too, I think he's done that before with soup. He's put um like little like at the bottom of it, whatever it was like sugar at the bottom, and then it had wow. like um, yeah instead of crackers, it was like little gummies again. Wow! And wow! Wow! For Thanksgiving, he brought a dish that was similar to that, and it was kind of embarrassing. So I feel like it's come a point where I kind of have to talk to him about it. Sure, sure. Now listen, I mean, um, the best way to do this is to, um, you're just going to say to him, listen, um, I love the fact you want to cook for me, honey, but listen, we have to eat the same food, and so I would like us to cook together. 
And like okay. this, you keep a close eye on whatever sugar you want to put in whatever soup. And, and you, okay. with humor, a good sense of humor, say, uh-uh, not, for, not today. And then if he's trying to like, you know, just slide some, some, some sugar or, or spice or whatever in the wrong dish, you just interfere. But it won't be like you're lecturing him. It won't be like you have a big talk about it. It's just do one more thing to do together. And, and I love cooking with my partner when I have a girlfriend. So I think yeah. it's be something really exciting and fun. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Thank you. you. You're welcome. All right, Penelope, yeah. good luck to you with the cooking and everything else. And thank you for your phone thank call. You. Thank you, Simon. Coming up, we're going to listen to a voicemail because somebody needs my help for their relationship. And that's what I do here. So that voicemail is next. Say you have a question for me about your relationship, but you can't call during show hours. Just leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255. And I will get to it, just like for this one. Hello. So me and my girlfriend have been having some trouble in the bed. You know, we just want to spice things up, but we just aren't very creative like that. And I just want to know, is there any small things that we can do to really spice up our love life and really become more attracted to one another? Because she is my rock, my soulmate, and I just want to show her how much I love her no matter what. Thank you. Ah, that's a great question. Is there anything you should do in the ulala department to make it more spicy to show your partner that they are you everything? I am going to answer that question next. So I just got this voicemail from a man who says, you know, Simon, is there any advice you have for us to spice up our you know, ooh-la-la life, because I want to show my girlfriend how much I love her. She's my rock. She's my everything, you know, and apparently he or she doesn't exactly know how to spice it up. So to show the attraction. But the thing is, it's not in the bedroom and the ooh-la-la that you have to show your love. That comes with chemistry naturally and slowly. If you want to make your partner feel like the sunshine of your life, it's what you do outside the ooh-la-la that it matters the most. And it's called being romantic. And it's called being thoughtful. And it's called being playful. And it's called being spontaneous. So keep those four or five words in mind and just give it your very best outside the bedroom. And then it will immediately impact inside the bedroom. That's my advice. The more romantic you are outside the bedroom, the more wonderful it is inside the bedroom. I hope you understand my answer. Good luck to you, and thanks for the voicemail. You call that next. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Gwen. Bonjour, Simon. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? My boyfriend um, is struggling with depression, and mm. um, when he struggles with it, he, he pushes me away, and, I, and I'm not quite sure... Um, whether to give him space or not give him space and, and how to convince him that he doesn't need to push me away. I see. Um, give me an example. So like when you say he pushes you away, is that like he's mean to you or he's cold to you or he's ignoring you? Um, no, he's like, he says, I need space right now. I need to walk through this by myself. He, he kind of wants to deal with it by himself. And that makes sense because he's the only one who can resolve this. Um, how long has this been going on? Um, well, I mean, it's been a couple episodes now, and then he comes back 
you know, he reaches back out when he's feeling better. So it's kind of hard to know how to have a relationship like that. <laughs> well, I understand. So give me a couple of main reasons why you would want to stay with him, even though you are suffering from his own uh, difficulties by being rejected and, and pushed away. Why would you want to stay with him? I mean, I love him. He's uh, my best friend. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have a connection that, I, I mean, I've never had with anyone else, for sure. Okay. Now, give me some main reasons why you think it would be maybe time to not stay with him. Um, it, it's, well, it's hard to move forward toward the future when it feels like at any moment he can just, you know, walk away or, or dip out or need a timeout. Absolutely, because the episode of depression will come back and, and unless he's on medication and you know he has wonderful psychiatrists and people like that around him, it's going to be like a roller coaster ride. So why, uh, Gwen, would you want to you know, build a, a relationship with somebody no matter what that's going to be very high and low, high and low for many, many years to come? I don't know. <laughs> okay. So he, here's my advice. You can't change him. You cannot help him. It's like an addiction. It's like any difficulties. He has... To find a professional that can help him. He has to apply himself to want to love life again. And depression is a disease, so it has to be respected as such. But you have one life, Gwen, one life. You're not married together. You have no kids together, right? Right. Right. So I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm just going to leave you with that question. And then you'll have to think about it. And maybe yourself go see a shrink and ask for some guidance. Why would I want to build the future with somebody who's suffering from an difficulties in life that's going to impact my relationship in my life in the wrong sense for many years to come. Yeah, well, that's uh, definitely something to think about. All right. Thank you so much, Gwen, and good luck to you and him. Thank you. Coming up, question for you. Which would you rather do, go out with your partner or stay in with your partner? And that is coming up next on The Rendezvous. I have one last question for you tonight about relationship. Key question. Which would you rather do? Go out with your partner or stay in with your partner? Actually, I posted that very question on my social media at Rendezvous Radio and here are the results. 64% of you said stay in. I want to stay in with my partner. And 36% rather go out uh, with your partner. So it's interesting because... I like to stay in, but uh, I also like to go out. So I, I would have voted stay in. That's, that's my take. You need a bit of both, actually, to have a healthy relationship, I think. Uh, thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous. Really, I don't take you for granted. My team doesn't take you for granted. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much for tuning in every night. And on that note, I wish you une bonne nuit. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.